Hello and welcome to week 12 of A Year Full of Gratitude, the companion podcast to the best-selling gratitude journal, A Year Full of Gratitude by me, Claire Yosa. And this week we're looking at your hidden excuses and we're looking at them in the context of gratitude, but the techniques you're about to learn will work for any area of your life where you catch yourself saying, I can't do that because, and I'm going to teach you how to set yourself free from all of this. So I'd love to hear from you. How are you getting on so far? Over at the show notes, claireyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week 12. That's one, two, 12. Or if you've already got a year full of gratitude and you're in the Readers Club, come and find me at the week 12 tab in the training vault and click on one of the forum links. I'd love to hear from you. What's shifting so far? How has gratitude been affecting your experience of life? Now, last week we talked about should-itis. I have to, I should, I must, and how doing your gratitude practice through gritted teeth (laughs) is never going to work. If you've not listened to that yet, make sure you listen to it after this episode. It's a good one and it's really short. So now we're going to look at gratitude excuses. Now here's the thing. There are two overarching emotions in life. One is love and one is fear. What you're doing with a year full of gratitude is opening your heart and your mind and your body and everything else to living from a place of love instead of living from fear and anger and frustration and irritation and aggression and self-flagellation and everything else that gets in the way of us feeling happy. The thing is our excuses, the I don't want to do my gratitude today, keep us stuck in fear. So here's how to spot your excuses, whether it's gratitude, whether it's writing a book, whether it's cleaning the toilet. I can't do that because. I can't do that because. Press pause right now. Think about something in your life that you're avoiding that you really want to do. It might be a gratitude practice. It might be something else. And write down at least five to seven finishes for the question, for the statement. I can't do that because. Come back to me when you've got that done. So I'd love to know, what were your becauses? Everything that comes after that because is fear-based. It's a limiting belief. It's an excuse. I say excuse and I know that will get me rotten tomatoes. Believe me, I have this t-shirt, yeah? (laughs) I can't finish the manuscript for the new novel because I'm too busy or because it's not flowing or I've got creative block, yeah? Not that I've said that at all lately. The thing is that these excuses are usually surface level. When you dig below, okay, what's happening in my life that that excuse, that because feels real? What's driving that? What's the hidden need? What's the unmet need? What is it I'm scared of that means I'm using that excuse? So let's take one of the real classics. I can't do my gratitude practice today because telling that stupid gratitude story, Claire, just takes far too much time and frankly, I'm too busy because that's never been said by anybody listening to this podcast or reading the gratitude journal, yeah? (laughs) I'm too busy. So what's underneath that? I don't have enough time. What's underneath that? I have too much to do. No, they're not actually underneath each other. They're all different ways of expressing the same thing. If I did have enough time, which choice would I make? 
What can I do to help myself experience having enough time? What is it that's really so important that I'm telling myself I don't have time for my gratitude practice? What is it I'm scared of if I have enough time? What is it I don't want to let go of? What does not having enough time do for me? Can you see how these are the kind of questions I'd ask if we were in a mentoring session right now, yeah? How these questions kind of dance around the edges and it becomes like a spiral getting to the nub. So if I take the example of publishing a novel, what is it I get to avoid by not having enough time? Trolls, haters, nobody buying it, yeah? (laughs) That's the real fear that means I have a habit of keeping myself so busy that it stops creativity from flowing because I can easily manufacture the conditions that mean I tell myself I'm too stressed. Whatever your becauses are, if you ask yourself that kind of question, re-listen to that bit, yeah? Write some of them down and then ask yourself those for your because answers. You might be surprised at the limiting beliefs and the hidden fears that were lying underneath the excuses at the surface level. Now here's where it goes wrong is most people deal with the excuses at the surface level, but not the hidden fears underneath. I talk about this a lot in my book, Dare to Dream Bigger, which is the seven steps to growing a business that changes the world. And in that, we talk about something that psychologists call secondary gain. I like to call it, what is that crazy behavior doing for me? Because at some level, our excuses are protecting us. They are keeping us safe. They're preventing something that we feel is going to be cataclysmic, even if that's not rationally true. When you look at what's underneath the excuses, meet that need in a healthier way, heal that fear, the excuses don't need to be there anymore. Then... Things like your gratitude practice or writing the novel or doing the presentation or creating the online course or whatever it is that you've been dreaming of doing becomes so much easier. Secondary gain is the bleep that keeps us stuck. (laughs) When you use this process to find your hidden excuses, then ask the kind of question I've just been sharing with you to get to what the secondary gain is you set yourself free to live a much more fulfilling, expanded, happier life where you get to be more of who you really are. It's like the secondary gain is the armor we put on to protect ourselves. And the crazy thing is most of that armor stems from when we were like five, six, seven years old. It's not appropriate anymore in an adult world, but we've built our identity around it. So that's the process I use if I find my excuses coming up to find out what it is I get to avoid by feeding that excuse. What do I get to avoid by feeding that excuse? You might be surprised by the answers. I'd love to hear from you over at the show notes page at scleriosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week 1212. And If you've got the VIP membership of a year full of readers, a year full of readers, a year full of gratitude readers club that comes with the happiness mindset for kids program, you will find a bonus video on the week 12 tab that teaches you how to discuss this with children because we need quite a different approach for kids, but you'll get just as effective results. If you don't have access to that program yet, you can find it 
at beatexamstress.com forward slash happiness. That's beatexamstress.com forward slash happiness. So I want to hear from you at the show notes or in the forum. If you've got a year full of gratitude, if you haven't, please go and buy it. If you're enjoying this podcast, what was the secondary gain? What are you going to do about it? And how does it feel when you set yourself genuinely free from the need for that excuse? If you found this episode useful today, please subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Maybe leave us a review. Let people know how it helped you so that more people can find this stuff useful too. Thank you so much for listening today. I will be back next week with week 13 when you will discover the simple word shift, literally one word shift, that can turn grumping into gratitude instantly without whitewashing, pretending or Pollyanna. I can't wait to get to share it with you. I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. Mm -hmm.